Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Sports Business. I am your host, Eric Compton, a.k.a. Mr. Town Business. And I do have my co-host, my week regular co-host, my battle buddy, my brother from another mother, Mr. Brian Bearfield. Hey, Big Sarge reporting in for duty. All right, all right. You know, this is our, uh, we going, like we said, we're going to do our Sunday uh, pregame show this week. Um, it's going to be short and brief. And we're definitely, instead of y'all tuning in some of these networks, we thought we'd get two regular dudes and give some insight on what we're going to look out for today on uh, some of these uh, week one NFL games, man. But before we get into the nitty gritty, man, hey, BB, let them know where they can find you at, man. You can find me at Big Star Sports with a Z on Instagram and Big Star Sports with a Z on Twitter. All right. And I'm Eric Compton. You can find me on Instagram at uh, Money Compton. You can find me on Facebook at eric compton as well uh like i said we are under construction as far as getting our sports business social media up and running hopefully we get that going in a couple of days but hey anyways we're gonna go ahead and get started with these week one games man um we got a couple of bangers out here um the first one i'm literally interested in this week uh would be the 10 o'clock game that has pittsburgh against cleveland man um cleveland is one in 31 in the last two seasons and there's a lot of hype with baker mayfield uh, the uh, uh, Landry Jones, uh, Jarvis Jarvis Landry coming actually um, to the Cleveland Browns, and as well as the whole Le'Veon Bell situation, man. What you think you got on that, bro? Uh, it's going to be a very interesting game without Le'Veon Bell and uh, James Conner. Although he's serviceable, although he's you know a good insert, he's no Le'Veon Bell. He he can't mm-hmm. do. He doesn't have all the intangibles. And a lot. Uh, what's being missed out is on uh, Cleveland actually has. A good defense. Miles Garrett is a beast, and he's the yes. number one. He was the number one uh, overall pick in the 2017 draft for a mm-hmm. reason, and so he's get he's just getting stronger and stronger. Uh, they got a good linebacker course, so it's going to be uh, very interesting to see how uh, Pittsburgh schemes for for Cleveland this game. Definitely, man, and I and I think yeah, like you said, I think Cleveland's defense will definitely keep them in the ball game, just like you said. Um, with Miles Garrett as the number one over on draft, draft pick, and I believe they got um, Jay, Jay, Jamie. Uh, what's the guy's name from uh, that came from New, New England? Uh, Jamie Collins as well. Yeah. Um, they got they got a nice little couple of DBs uh, sitting back there too. So yeah, um, I definitely think the Le'Veon Bell situation is going to be interesting. And like you say, James Conner is a serviceable running back, but he ain't no Le'Veon Bell, which means they're going to have to heavily rely on that passing game. And, you know, I know they got Antonio Bryan and uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, but, uh, you know, you can only pass the ball for so so long. So we'll, we'll, it'll be a very interesting game, man. I'm definitely interested in seeing how that ter- turns out. So, um, you know, I, I definitely think it's going to be a lot closer. And I think the Browns are going to – I don't know if they'll be a great team, but I think they're going to be a lot more competitive than they have the past two years. I definitely think the hype is real. Um, whoever starts the game, whether it's Tyrod Taylor or uh, – uh, Baker Mayfield, we'll it's, see what it, it's Tyrod. Yeah, it's Tyrod. Yeah, so you know we'll see what ends up happening. I'm a, I like Tyrod Taylor um, personally. I think he hasn't gotten a fair fair deal um, in some of the past uh, instances when he was over there in Buffalo. But uh, I'm a Tyrod. I'm a Tyrod Taylor fan, man. Yeah, I am. I am as well. And with the addition, uh, we're getting Josh Gordon back. So I think that the the thing that has plagued the Cleveland Browns in the past is attitude. I don't think that they. They they didn't ever have the attitude that they could win. But coming in um, 
uh, Hugh Jackson has them prepared and ready. I think that this year their attitude is we can win. We know we can win. And that's with the addition of Tyrod Taylor coming over there who led the Buffalo Bills to the playoffs last year. He has a winning mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, Jarvis Landry, I mean, we remember the, the tirade that he went off on in the wide receivers meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know he has the mentality. Miles Garrett has the mentality. And I want people to look out for there, – there's a dark horse on Cleveland's offense this year that people need to look say. out for. Nick Chubb. Okay. Yeah, yeah, from Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He, he was very serviceable last year in the national championship game against Bama. And I did. I don't know if they announced, but is Josh Gordon playing today as well? He's supposed to play. Okay. They got him slated to play. Okay, so yeah, that's that's another guy that uh, I don't know if y'all done sat and picked y'all's fantasy football picks, but that's a guy I would definitely uh, keep in my back pocket, as uh, the old folks used to say. Uh, moving on to the next slate of games, man. We got Cincinnati against Indianapolis Colts, the Bengals. Um, I don't know what their what their whole motto is this year. You know, they're always that team that. Never gets over the hill, man. You know, they're always all, you know, a, a nine and seven team or a 10 and six team that usually gets bounced out of the first round of the playoffs. Um, Indianapolis, you know, Andrew Luck is coming back. They came out and said that, uh, you know, when he injured that shoulder uh, a year or so ago, it was actually off of a snowboarding accident. So, uh, you know, it'd be definitely interesting in seeing these two games, man. I think I got, since Indy's at home, I'm going to go ahead and pick Indy, but uh, I'm not really too. This doesn't really have my attention personally. It, it It's going to be. <sighs> If, if there was any game for Andrew Luck to come back, it would be this one. Because although Cincinnati has a great defense, they're missing perfect. I think he's out for the first game. Mm-hmm. And so, that's, you know, he, he wrecks havoc on, on anything he touches. And so, uh, with Andrew Luck coming back, this is a good game to get him going. Again. Right. I don't know what Indianapolis offensive line is going to do, though. They have big issues, uh, excuse me, at the offensive line position. And so, I don't know. This is one of those pick em games. Yeah, I don't trust, sure. and, and I don't trust on the offensive side for Cincinnati. I don't, for some reason, Andy Dalton and uh, AJ Green is the equivalent to is the AFC equivalent to Matt Ryan and uh, Julio Jones. Yes, uh, yes, yes, uh, yes. Quinn Torres, as I like to call him. Yeah, right, 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 <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, and yeah, like you said, uh, and, and AJ Green, as as far as him putting up a whole bunch of points, uh, you know, putting up these great numbers. I mean. He hasn't got – I don't know if he's actually been that trans translucent star, man. So, you know, it'll be definitely interesting to see what they're going to do. Um, I would definitely say a player to look out for maybe for Cincinnati would be John Ross. Um, he kind of had somewhat of a good preseason. Um, the cat out of Washington who has blazing speed. I mean, if you put them, put him on that nine fly route, man, and he catches that ball, he gone. That, yeah. that dude is gone. So, it'll be definitely interesting to see what the, what this game is. But, you know, it doesn't have my eye – you know, it doesn't really have necessarily have my attention. Another game that's not really, you know, a lot of people, unless you're these diehard fans, would be the Tennessee-Miami game. Uh, the Titans with Marcus Mariota in Miami, um, the Dolphins. I mean, that's 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 another pick em game. Uh, I'd probably go with Tennessee just because they did go to the playoffs last year, and they do have somewhat of a good defense over there um, in Tennessee. Um, I'm kind of interested. I was a huge Marcus Mariota fan out there when he was in Oregon just because I'm a West Coast guy. But uh, personally, I think he hasn't been – living up to the hype as about as as much as I'd like for him to be. Which what's your take on that, BB? Man, I don't know what I don't know what to say about uh about Mariota. And I liked him when he was at Oregon too. Mm-hmm. And even though he led them to the playoffs last year and then, you know, some uh, questionable calls against New England. It just seems like he I don't I don't know if 
you know, maybe, maybe Tennessee needs to go out and get Chip Kelly, even because I mean, it ain't like he's really doing nothing over at UCLA. Like, like yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. he got a day job, but it ain't really working out for him. So, no, not at all. Maybe they need to bring him back. He's just, he's, I don't know, Marcus Mariota is underachieving. And mm-hmm. with Mike Vrabel coming in, I don't see him getting any better. So, yeah. With, with Mike Fravel being the defensive-minded coach as well. So, yeah, I don't know what to expect from Tennessee, man. And in Miami, I mean, it's always just going to be Miami, bro. You know, I don't know what Ryan Tannehill is going to bring to the table. Um, Jarvis Landry is no longer there. So, I, I don't know what – I mean, I think they're going to be the fourth – between them and the Jets, they're going to be a tie for the fourth-best team out there in, in the uh, AFC East, man. I mean, it yeah. is what it is, bro. Um, I, I think so. I think so as well. So, look, so uh, hold on. Recapping right quick. Who you got out of the uh, – so the Steelers and the Browns, I'm going with the Steelers. Who you got? Yeah, I'm going with the Steelers as well on that. Uh, um, Colts and uh, Bengals, who you got? I'm going to go with Indy since they at home, man. I'm going to go I'm gonna go with uh, the Bengals. Okay, okay, okay. So we're going – okay, we got and, that. And, and Tennessee and Miami, who you got? Come on, man, Tennessee, bro. <laughs> Miami <laughs> don't – Miami does – there's nothing that Miami brings to my attention. Um, not, not even the running back that replaced Jay Ajay. The reason why they got rid of Jay Ajay was because – I can't think of the running back's name right now, but he's uh he's really good. He's really good. You talking about Kenyon Drake and Frank yeah. Gore, who's 35 years old? Well, not Frank – well, of course we know not Frank Gore. Frank Gore looked like – look, and don't Frank Gore look like he got hard hands? Like, like Frank Frank Gore look like his hands like seasons, <laughs> like like you don't really want this problem. You better say I'm at all. for a thousand yards at <laughs> all, bro. But uh, I think he was when he was playing with San Francisco. I think um, when he got on the other side of thirty years old, he said the reason why he was able to actually stay so fit and tough and and still staying relevant was because he was taking boxing or something like that out there in the city. So. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't want, I don't want no problems with Frank Gore, man. He, he's definitely somebody I'd like to have on my back when we when we go into our little dark alley, bro. But I'm uh, taking Tennessee too, though. Yeah, 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 man. But uh, no, they 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 said that uh, like you said, Miami is definitely banking uh, banking on Kenyon Drake, um, even though he split time with I believe Trent Richardson when they were in Alabama together. I believe he was he was there with Trent Richardson and then um, uh, Bo Scarborough and them boys. So I think. Uh, he's never been a four, a three down back, so it'll be very interesting that they're giving him the keys to the car. So we'll see what ends up happening. But I will say this: very these next two games, man, I think it has you and I's interest very, very well. Um, the next game I got on the slate is San Francisco against Minnesota. Um, BB, we talked about this a little bit on your show this past uh, Thursday about Jimmy G and Kirk Cousins, man. Um, you know the Niners uh, have a lot of hype this year with. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo coming coming to the San Francisco 49ers last year in a trade um, with the New England Patriots. Um, what's your take on him, man? So I want so here's the thing. I wanna pick, I wanna pick the Vikings with their defense. They have a good you know, really good defense. And um I want, you know, I say they got, you know, with Kirk Cousins, he's a, a step up above Case Keenum, but to me, just barely a step up. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, with Dalvin Cook coming back and you know. They got those wide receivers. They Stephon have, Diggs. Yeah, they they and Thielen. They yeah, have everything that they need to win the game. But when we last seen them in the regular season game, we seen them getting destroyed by the Eagles, uh, for one. And then for two, this is where I think that, you know, San Francisco may catch them off guard. It's easy. It's easy for those defensive backs to line up in front of Marquise Goodwin. It's hard for them to stay in front of him. 
Yeah, man, and uh, I, I personally gonna go with Minnesota. I think they got a little bit, a lot to prove this year, just because you said they got blasted in the NFC Championship game. I mean, they got, I mean, it, the game was over at halftime, yeah. um, literally. Um, so I, I think Minnesota has a little bit to prove, and that defense, when they do show up and put they tighten up them chin straps, they do play hard and they do play for something. Um, I think if I, I think they was riding too much off of that. Um, that missed tackle against the Saints in the a- NFC Divisional game where uh, Stephon Diggs was able to take it to the house at the yeah. last minute. So I think they was riding on that. And I think a little bit of Lady Luck had ran out on their on their end, man. So I think they ran into a buzzsaw with the Eagles that year. But, um, hey, you know. Hey, hey, Eric, don't ever let Bigger Saw cheer you say 13 seconds, okay? Because that will put him <laughs> in a frenzy. And he's huge. And he'll choke, he'll choke both of us at the same time. That's yeah, man. But I, got, yeah. I, I, I think that I think you're right though. The Vikings plus Dalvin Cook is my uh, fantasy football running back, so he better do something today. Yeah, and, and and he was very serviceable the first. I think he played the first three or four games last yeah. year before he ended up tearing that ACL. But moving on to Jim, Jimmy G, me, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. I think I I, I, I don't know what to say about him. I think he played against like, he had a pop tart schedule last year when he picked up those five wins. A lot of those teams that uh you know kind of chalked it up. I think the only team that may, you know, you could say that he actually played good was against Jacksonville. But even then, I think Jacksonville had already wrapped up everything they needed to do for their playoff season. So um, I think they're, they're, they're overhyping him, being the fact that he comes from the Bill Belichick slash uh, Tom Brady uh, bloodline. Um, if you look at some of these other quarterbacks and players that have come off of that, that, that tree line, they haven't panned out well for other teams. Um, first player that kind of comes into my mind would be Matt Castle. You know, so I, I don't know what to expect from them. Yes, Marquise, uh, Marcus Goodwin is a very good serviceable receiver, but he's not somebody that I would put in my uh, – he's not a top-tier receiver, if you ask me. Um, he could definitely uh, stretch the field a little bit. Pierre Garçon, he's not getting any younger. Uh, I feel like Pierre Garçon has been in the uh, – been in the uh, NFL since I was like a E two in the army, so that was back in the two thousand eight. So yeah, you so, know what I, else is gonna the, what else is gonna hamper the uh, San Francisco going forward is that they lost Jaron McKinnon for yes, the year. Yes, so yeah, that's that's another thing. I don't you know with them missing out on Carlos Hyde, he's no longer there. Um, I think he's at Cleveland, as a matter of fact. So mm-hmm. um, I don't. Uh, yeah, I think I got Minnesota in this game, man. So yeah, me too. I, I'm, I'm gonna go with Minnesota, man. All right, so the, the next game we got, and I know this is near, very near and dear to your heart, is the Houston Texans against the New England Patriots. Um, side note: Before I uh, we go deep in, deep into this game, yeah, my, like I said, my battle buddy, Mr. Brian Barefield, is a, um, a member of the Pro Football Writers of a uh, Writers of America Association. So, um, if you haven't checked out Houston Style Magazine, check out the article that he put out. Um, about the Houston Texans, man. Um, he's he's down there all the time, um, checking them out. Uh, he was practically there the whole time during the training camp. So I know BB has had his eyes set in on this game for, oh, Lord, probably since training camp opened up, man. So oh, I'm going to let yeah. you have the floor, bro. Oh, yeah, most definitely, man. I thank you for that. Uh, I look at – I think that the Texans are going to win this game. Um, this morning I put out an article about the five things to watch for and the, and the last two things was the defense. And, you know, last year they, they uh, you know, got nine quarterback hits on them. They got five sacks. Uh, Whitney Merciless strip sacked Tom Brady and went right into the arms of Davion Clowney, and he scored. And so with that defense giving them that trouble last year, they were one drive away from winning. And that's when they had 
you know, their former defensive coordinator, who is now the Tennessee Titans head coach, and Mike Vrabel, and Romeo Cornell was up in the booth. So now Romeo gets to come back. Last time Tom Brady remember facing the facing the Romeo Cornell defense, uh, they were ranked number one. And Tom Brady, and that was in the 2016 divisional playoff round. He under he you know threw two interceptions, had uh, under 50. 50 uh, percent completion so Romeo gives him trouble but he know Romeo knows him Romeo right. was there when he won three super you know he was there when Tom Brady won three Super Bowls so he knows how to to plan for him plus they have a strong front seven now the one thing that's going to hamper the Texans is Will Fuller is out so we don't know who's starting on the side on the other side of um of uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, yeah, 2017 All Pro DeAndre Hopkins, and Vincent Smith, who is who they thought at one point was going to get cut from the Texans, would now probably get a chance to see um, a lot of playing time, and he's at a Limestone College. I don't even know where that is, bro. Uh, you know what? We're gonna have to go to the iPad to figure out where that is, bro. Hey, hey, hey Eric, they, listen. I wonder if they <laughs> gave up their Nike contract like Liberty Union and all that. <laughs> nah, man, I, I I don't think so. We Limestone College. I don't know if that's a D one or D one double A. So we're gonna have to definitely go to the iPad and uh, figure like out what triple triple D double threes or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So yeah, let, we'll we'll go to the iPad and uh, figure out where that is, that is. Um, yeah. So you did put out a great, amazing piece. Shout out to uh, you putting uh, I got five on it. Nice little reference to the loonies out there in the <laughs> Bay Area. So I appreciate that. Appreciate um. But um, I, I agree with you. I think Houston is a sleeper. I was speaking to somebody the other day, and uh, they asked me if I had to pick a team in, in the NFL, who was my pick, who was my sleeper team. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely said Houston. I said that, uh, 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 Lord, I'm uh, uh, Watson. I'm, I can't think of the man's first name right now. The quarterback. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Yes, thank you. Deshaun Watson was uh, an ACL away from actually uh, tearing up the NFL last year. He actually did for the most part. And his breakout game was against the New England Patriots. So um, I think they have a lot to prove. Uh, and I think that this is the first time I can ever, 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 ever think of since the Houston Texans became a franchise that they got a legitimate bona fide stud sitting there throwing that rock around, uh, around the uh, field, man. I, I'm a huge I'm a huge believer. I love I love Watson. I think he's going to be a star. I think he's got bigger things to come. Um, is Braxton Miller still on the Texans? Actually, no. Braxton Miller got cut. He got picked up. He's on the uh, Philadelphia Eagles practice squad. Okay, because I thought he would be a nice guy, um, you know, and I'm glad you were able to bring that up because I would have yeah. said, you know, why don't you put him against the other side of uh, Nook Hopkins over there on the uh, other side for him to kind of clear up that space. But, uh, man, it's hard to go against the Patriots, man. When in doubt, you know, you sit there and always try to count them out, you know, and the, the, the question always is, is this the year that you start seeing uh, holes in their cheese? Yeah. Uh, with the whole rift between the ownership, the coach, and Tom Brady, but uh, it looks like the uh, the snake oil man, uh, Mister Guerrero, is looking like he's traveling with the team again. Um, but yeah, man, one thing that I never really could understand about the Patriots is their wide receiver core. You know, you got Julian Edelman out for the first four games this year. Um, I know they were able to, pick, able to pick up Cordell Patterson from the Raiders, but he's more of a special teams dude. So I mean, you do have Gronk at the end of the day, but. I, I, I don't know what to think of Robert Gronkowski this year, man, because, you know, he started talking about retirement, um, you know, so I don't know if his heart's fully in it. I would I would expect so. But, um, man, it's hard to go against the Patriots, man. And But they did lose a lot with uh, with the with the defensive coordinator now becoming the head coach over at Detroit. Um, so 
I, I'm still going to go with the Patriots, man, just because every time I can go against them, they seem to prove me wrong. So, uh, yeah, until I'm further. Going, I'm going to Texans, bro. Yeah, I, and I completely understand that, man. So, uh, <laughs> we're going to move on to the next game. Another game that uh, kind of has my interest would be Tampa Bay and New Orleans. Uh, Tampa Bay, J- James Winston is not playing the first three games and possibly the fourth game as well, because I believe the fourth game is on a Thursday night. Um, James Winston is also suspended. Um, that's another story for another time, how I feel about that, brother, man. Against the New, or- New Orleans Saints, man. Um, uh, what's your take on it, man? Uh, I just got New Orleans, man. I don't even know what else to say. When you got, yeah. a, quarter- when you got a quarterback that's 1,500 yards away from breaking the all-time uh, passing yards, Mark uh, and Drew Brees, he's going to pass Peyton Manning this year. When when you got when you anytime you got Drew Brees behind center, uh, coming back, uh, you know, with Alvin Kamara, and it's going and, and I think that they're going to see what this guy, what this kid is really capable of, with Mark Ingram being out for the first four games uh, mm-hmm. this year. So he's yep. going to be able to carry the full load instead of having to split time. So. You know, like I said, anytime you got Drew Brees back there, and I don't, I, you know, the Buccaneers haven't shown me anything. Even with uh, Jameis Winston, I would predict them to lose. Yeah, man, it's New Orleans, and I like New Orleans just mm-hmm. because I'm gonna say there's Drew Brees, and they got Drew Brees, and Buccaneers don't. So I'll just leave it at that. We gonna move on to the next one because there's really nothing to uh, kind of set my eyes on. Drew Brees is a future Hall of Famer. I, I'm a huge fan of Alvin Kamara. Um, they got a nice little receiving core, and um, you know, I think I think they might be the best team, possibly in that in, in, in NFC South division, man. So plus, I, plus, I don't like going against people from New Orleans because you know them brothers yeah. right there. They love to fight. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I took a trip down to New Orleans for the first time this year, man. That's a whole different ball game, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, shout out to my folks down in New Orleans, man. They, Bigger some, stars on your feet. <laughs> yeah, my boy Kendall Lincoln out there, man. They they, they some good peoples out there. So yeah. I, I love me some Nola, man. So uh, moving on, this is probably the second top tier game. I would second or third top tier game. Definitely my top five will be uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars against the New York Giants. Man, there's a lot of hype with uh, Jalen Ramsey out there and uh, holding that defensive backs anchor. You got uh, that mean defensive front out there. Um, the offense is a little suspect, but they got this dude named Leonard Fournette who's a bad brother. Man, that joker can play some football. And he should have been – he looked like he could have been playing football since he was about a sophomore at LSU, bro. Leonard Fournette <laughs> is a real deal, brother, man. I like him a lot. You got New York Giants, man. Uh, there's always hype over there in the Big Apple with uh, Saquon Barkley. Um, OBJ just sat there signing nice. He got paid. Um, I wish he'd let me hold a dollar and, you know, hook, hook us up with a little bit more funding on the show. Um, but, yeah, New York is going to be very, very interesting. But uh, who you got next the game, man? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take Jacksonville, man. Yeah. And for as much as I like the the you know the addition of uh, Saquon Barkley coming over to the New York Giants, and you know they got Odell Beckham Jr. back, their offensive line is not good at all. So you know, and, and you know Eli is still in in the back. You know, it's still calling the shots, and mm-hmm. and I don't just trust Eli like that. I, I never have, and so uh, and plus on the defensive side of the ball, I don't I don't see them being able to stop Leonard Fournette, just like you said, man. I've, I've been watching Leonard Fournette since he was in high school, man. And mm-hmm. His ninth grade year, he looked like he was already ready to come to the NFL. So with that, although they lost, uh, what's the guy's name out of uh, USC, the receiver that they lost? Marquis Lee. Yeah, they lost him, which was going to be their number one receiver. They just signed him to a, a, a contract extension as well. So as long as you got Blake Bortles, if you can get the Blake Bortles who played against uh, Buffalo, and he wasn't bad against the Patriots either. You can get him being a good game manager, he'll be good. Now, on the other side of that ball, that defense, 
And, you know, everybody's going to focus on how good the cornerbacks are. Uh, I mean, how the defensive backfield with A.J. Boye, with um, uh, Jalen Ramsey, uh, Barry Church. But the who you have to really watch out for is the man-child in Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell mm-hmm. is disruptive, and he's so huge, brother. Mm-hmm. You know, as soon as he comes off the ball, it, it takes almost a double team per play just to stop him. So I just with that defensive loan, you know, they're going to be – I got Jacksonville winning this game. Yeah, man, and that that Jacksonville defense, man, it, it, it ain't nothing to ain't nothing to play with. Uh, Jalen Ramsey does walk the walk and talk the talk. Um, it'll definitely be interesting to see uh, how him and OBJ they line up against each other. I'm, I mean, you could put them two in the camera, you know, just have a camera pan to them the whole game, and I'd watch that over the whole instead of the whole football game, man. But yeah. uh, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, one thing about the the Giants has been is that that dog on offensive line. Yes, you do have Saquon Barkley. Um, but at the same time, he needs he needs some holes to get opened up, as yeah. well as uh, Eli Manning can't throw the ball on his back, you know. So it, the offensive line is going to be definitely uh, interested. Um, Eric Flowers, I know, I think that he was a first round draft pick for them. He has not panned out well for them on that blind side left tackle. Um, but like you said, um, Jacksonville, the only thing I do raise some questions is, and you brought up a good point, is Marquise Lee is gone. They let go of Allen Hearns and Allen Robinson last year. Um, I think one of them's in Dallas, and I forgot where the other one is. So that receiving core is going to be very, very interesting in what they're going to do. Uh, you know, Blake Waters is a great game manager, but um, I think I think the defense can do enough to, uh, you know, hold their own. And, and as long as the offense can produce, I would say, anywhere between 24 to 24 points, man, that they, they should be able to get a nice little dub uh, going in and out. Uh, moving on, a couple other games just for uh, maintenance purposes. We want to talk about Buffalo and Buffalo Bills against the Baltimore Ravens today. Um, which, what's your take on that, man? Uh, I got the Ravens. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. So, you know, uh, they said that uh, Lamar Jackson is going to suit up as a number three quarterback. I don't know how RG3 is still the number two quarterback, but uh, hey, it, is, <laughs> it is what it is. So we'll yeah. move on. We'll move on. A uh, game that kind of has my attention will be the Kansas City Chiefs against the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, they got Patrick Mahomes. Uh, actually, this is an official first season starting off as a quarterback. Um, I, I'm uh, in the L.A. Chargers. What you think about that now? I got I got the Chiefs um, with that uh, with the speed and wide receivers that they had because they picked up Sammy Watkins, right? Yeah, they got Sammy Watkins. Yeah, they got Sammy Watkins and they got uh, uh what's the little guy, fast guy Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill on the other side and uh, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes. I've watched Patrick Mahomes, you know, because he's out of Texas, out of state Texas. I watched him play when he played at Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. I, I see them, um, you know, I, I see them beating the Chargers. Plus, you know, Joy Bosa is out this yes. game. Yes, yes, he is out. And yeah. so that's going to take away a lot of the pressure that would have got to Mahomes. So I think that he's going to have time to be able to throw it to one of those track <laughs> track athletes that he yeah. has on the team that yeah that yeah. four by one team he got so yeah yeah and plus uh they got Travis Kelsey he's always a monster yeah so, tra- yeah and he got some nice moves on opening when he hit scores the ball too man I, yeah I, he got a little bit of swag man so I, I rock with Travis Kelsey yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a no bueno man um like you said Joey Bosa's out um you know the Chargers they're always this 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 mystique kind of we don't know what's going on with them kind of team. So we'll see what ends up happening with them as the season pans out. But uh, for I, I would definitely say the Kansas City Chiefs, I think they just got a little bit more talent on the ball. Um, another game that, uh, you know, it's another it's another kind of doozer, I would say, is the Seattle Seahawks against the Denver Broncos, man. Uh, the Legion of Boom is done. RIP to the Legion of Boom of 2018. Um, one of my all-time favorite players, Cam Chancellor, he's, he's decided to hang it up. Uh, Richard Sherman has been shipped off to San Francisco. 
Um, Earl Thomas is like, he, he, you remember that episode of The Fresh Prince, man? The last episode where, you know, the whole family had kind of figured out where they was going to go. And Will Smith didn't really know what he was going to end up doing with his life. And uh, everybody had left. And he was just standing there in that living room with no furniture, man. Yeah. That's Earl <laughs> Thomas right there. <laughs> exactly. That, that's Michael Earl Bennett T- is gone, too. Yeah. Michael Bennett's gone. Um, K, I think KJ Wright's not even playing today. So they got... Uh, the grip, one of the Griffin boys out there playing at the starting, uh, starting at the linebacker position, man, and uh, that's a truly inspirational story. The, the things that he's had to go through, and uh, literally playing the football, playing the foot, the game of football with just one hand, and just being able to dominate the way he is, and now he's 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 fulfilling his dream and uh, starting is just amazing. Um, Byron Maxwell, he's actually not playing as well, so um, I don't know how this 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 train wreck just just fumbled and just came off the wheels with Seattle, man. Uh, I thought they was going to be a team that was going to stick around for at least five to seven years, and they literally just – they got Pete broke. Pete Carroll, man. Pete Carroll, yeah. I've been saying for a long time, Pete Carroll is not – Pete Carroll is not a good coach, man. He's your, He can be your friend all day long, but he is not a good coach. And, you know, I've seen that since – he's just always had a bunch of talent. Even at USC, he had a bunch of talent, but he's not a coach. He's not yeah. a great coach. Yeah, so uh, – yeah, man. I and you know, at the end of the day, what always is gonna rub me the wrong way is this the Super Bowl where they had that they had the game one and all they had to do was just give the ball to Marshawn Lynch and it would have been curtains. But um I think he babies Russell Wilson a little bit too much where he doesn't you know, he doesn't hold him accountable. And uh kind of to give you a reference back to uh I hate to do this with basketball. It kind of reminds me of Steph Curry when Mark Jackson was the coach for the Warriors. You know, he was babying Steph Curry too much, and that—that's that, the reason why they wasn't getting over the hill. Um, and Steph, when Steve Kerr came down to the to the Bay Area, he he treated Steph Curry like he was any other player, and I think that's what that's what uh, Pete Carroll hasn't done is. He hasn't done justice by Baby and Russell Wilson this whole time. But, uh, you know, Denver, moving on to the other side of the rock, uh, Denver, you know, they got Case Keenum that just got signed to that nice little contract. I mean, I guess uh, I guess anything over uh, over uh, Osweiler is better than what they yeah. got now. So. I'm, I'm taking I'm taking Denver in this game, and I'm going to tell you why. Look out for the number three wide receiver and rookie Cortland Sutton out of SMU. He okay. is going. He he that 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 kid can play. And I was very upset that the Cowboys didn't pick him up when they had the opportunity to get him, and they did not pick him up, knowing that they needed a wide receiver. But right. Cortland Sutton on there with uh, with uh, uh, Demarius Thomas and um, what's the other uh, guy's name? The, Emmanuel the, Sanders. Yes, he uh, he's a a great complimentary third third wide receiver. And look for him to be within the next three years. He's going to be uh, in the top ten at wide receivers. All right, you hear that? You heard it. Who to look out for? That came straight from Big Sarge now. All right? <laughs> yeah. So the next game, we got the Washington R's. I don't like to refer to them as the Redskins. Um, we got the Washington R's against the Arizona Cardinals um, playing. Uh, another game that I'm not really too too keen in on, key locked in on, is because, you know, the R's did pick up Alex Smith. You know, that's fine and dandy. And uh, the Arizona Cardinals, I believe they got Sam Bradford starting. Uh, yeah, John, Brad- Bradford starting. Yeah, but Josh Rosen is is waiting in the wings because we know how we know uh, Sam Bradford. He walk around with the medical patch, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> the yeah, caduceus. Yeah. He got the caduceus on his arm. Like, yeah, yeah I ain't gonna be here. He, I think he tell him when he come in, like, I'm not gonna be here long, bro. Yeah. Side side note: Did you know that he was voted the best NFL golfer? Because really, yeah, he plays so much golf when he because he stays injured, and they gave him twenty million dollars. Lordy, 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 lordy. He better than uh, Tony Romo? He, he, what uh, was golfing? It? Yeah. 
Uh, probably not now. Tony has improved his game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah, man. So uh, David Johnson just got hooked up with a nice three-year deal. Um, you know, he was out all of last year with that dislocated wrist. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see him. I really like David Johnson's game. I, I love the all-purpose backs, the guys who can come out the backfield, run into the flats, uh, you know, almost practically get you 100, 100 yards receiving and 100 yards rushing the ball. So any one of them type of dudes, Alvin Kamara, Todd Gurley, I love them all-purpose backs, man. Saquon Barkley's another one. Anybody who can get you that 100-100, Give you that possibility. Le'Veon Bell be another one, but he's not playing. I just, I just rock with those, and uh, you know, and I'm a huge Larry Fitzgerald guy, man. I, I yeah. definitely, I mean, that's just a all-out professional dude, just stand-up guy. Uh, you can't. There's nothing you can sit there and say anything bad about Larry Fitzgerald. So Christian long, Kirk, Christian Kirk, they're they're uh, uh, dude from Texas A&M, right? right? Yeah, out of A and M is going to be uh he's going to be a change of pace back for them. Not 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 even. I mean, not only on the special teams. But I mean, he plays wide. He, they got him slated to play wide receiver, but he can he can come out. He's definitely coming out of the slot, but you can put him in the backfield as well. Yeah, he's an all. He's a nice little utility knife guy, uh, Swiss Army knife as they call him. He's definitely nice. Uh, I did see a little bit of him last year at Texas A and M, and the brother can ball out, man. Yeah. So the brother the, the brother knows what he's doing. So uh, the other game that uh you know we got to talk about would be America's team, the Dallas Cowboys against the Arizona Car. Uh, not the Arizona Cardinals, Lord. Uh, the Carolina Panthers, man. Uh, this year, uh, there's no Des Bryant, no Chase with Jason Witten. So this is the definitely the year that we will see what the Dallas Cowboys do. Um, Ezekiel Elliott does look like he's going to be playing for all the games this year. Um, he's not going to sit there and have that uh, suspension uh, looming over his head. Um, you know, uh, they did pick up Alan Hearns, Tavon Austin. Um, you know, I don't know if that receiving core is better than what they had last year, but okay. Um, and you know, Cam Newton and, uh, the Carolina Panthers, we'll see what ends up happening with them guys. But, uh, who do you think you got in that game, man? So my heart says Dallas. And for the longest time I've been picking against them, picking against them, picking against them, because I just don't trust Dak Prescott to be able to throw down the field. They've added some speedsters cause they got the, uh, the wide receiver out of Colorado state and Michael Gallup. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, my heart, my, I, I, I think I'm going to still go with my heart uh, just because you still got Cole Beasley serviceable. Anytime you got Ezekiel Elliott, I don't know what's going to happen now that Travis Frederick is out for uh, a significant amount yeah, of time. Yeah, and prayers go out to that man, dude. My thing is the leadership, though. Like, there's no leader. when you Because anytime you got two, two – you got Dak Prescott and you got Ezekiel Elliott that's supposed to be leading your team on the offensive side because we know Sean Lee on the other side is the leader. But – you got those two, but I mean, they walked around the beach this year with with penis water guns. I don't trust that. I just yeah. don't like. That's just still too immature to me. I mean, you have Ezekiel Elliott still fresh, and so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Dallas because I think that people are underestimating their defense. I think that their defense is going to be good. Uh, they don't have Randy Gregory. I just seen that come across the wire this morning that he may he has he had a relapse, mm. so they're not going to have him for a while. Um, just like you know, you heard about Martavis Bryant got his yeah, he facing did. yeah, he got your suspension. Yeah, yeah, so with the Cowboys, um, I think that you know that Zeke is going to you know Zeke is going to be an, uh, a problem for them. Uh, Cam Newton on the other side of the ball. Anytime you got him, you don't never know which Cam you're going to get. But you know, I think that the the Cowboys win this, but I I don't see by three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with the Cowboys, man. I just the weapons that Carolina has. Besides Christian McCaffrey, um, they got they got rid of Kelvin Benjamin. Um, 
Yeah, I'm, I don't know what to expect from the, uh, the Panthers this year. Um, they're going to be somewhat of a interesting team to kind of look out for as far as seeing where the chips lay on the table and how they play out for them. So I think Carolina, it'll be, you know, you kind of won't really tell what kind of team they are until probably after the after the month of September, man. But uh, yeah. moving on to the Sunday night game, man, this this one kind of breaks my heart to uh, kind of talk about would be the uh, the Chicago Bears against the Green Bay Packers, man. Uh, you know, everyone knows that Chicago was able to uh, be blessed and uh, was able to get the services of Khalil Mack for a nice little trade um, that that just literally just made Chicago somewhat of a team to talk about. And then obviously you've got the Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers and uh, the newly addition of Jimmy Graham over there and uh, Devontae Adams. Um, what, what's your take on that game, man? I think I got Green Bay all day. You know, you, you never can go against Aaron Rodgers. I got Green Bay too. Until the Bears learn, to, they're going to have to learn to play with each other with uh, Roquan Smith, the rookie, mm-hmm. with Leonard Floyd, and Khalil Mack, they're going to have to all learn. Once they all learn to play together, which will probably be about game three or four, mm-hmm. then you have, that's the defense that you're going to have to watch out for. But I don't trust Mitchell Trubisky at all on the, on, on the other side. I still can't believe that they took Mitchell Trubisky over Deshaun Watson. That's confusing to me. So they don't have anything that scares me on the offensive side of the ball. So, yeah, yeah I got the Packers. Yeah, man, just kind of take back off what you said as far as uh... – the Chicago Bears picking up Mitch Trubisky over uh, Deshaun Watson. You know, Dabble Sweeney, I think, said it the best was um, they – they this basically, it's Sam Bowie of the draft, man. They slept on. It's like passing a Michael Jordan, bro. Yep. Um, so, um, yeah, so we're going to do one little bit of uh, housework before we uh, get dispersed on the show today. Uh, we're going to talk about this Thursday night game that took place, that the, the inaugural Thursday night Super Bowl win team that uh, usually kicks off the NFL season, man. We saw the Atlanta Falcons – against the Philadelphia Eagles, the Battle of the Birds, on somewhat of, I would say, a doozer. Um, my beautiful fiancé would probably say otherwise since she is a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Um, but uh, I thought it was somewhat of a doozer. I thought it was – it wasn't good defense. I would say it was just bad offense. What was your take on that te- on that game, man? I know you sat there on the show, um, gave some good, good points on the game as far as uh, Matt Ryan depending on Julio Jones too much, bro. Uh, and the thing is, too, it's like it's crazy because he depends on him, but he doesn't get him the ball in the red zone. And, you know, and now the last, you know, year year in one game has a lot to do with uh, Steve Sarkeesian. But if you look at it, man, Matt Ryan has has had seven, four, seven, four thousand plus yard seasons from uh, 2011 to 2017. And he's averaged 27.7 touchdowns in that time. But Julio has only averaged 6.1 touchdowns a year. And there's no possible way that you have a talent, a top five wide receiver mm-hmm. like Julio Jones, and you can't get him the ball in the red zone. He only got three touchdowns last year. There's no possible way. Like, uh, DeAndre Hopkins had three touchdowns in one game. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what's going on with that with that offense. I don't know what's going on with Matt Ryan. They gave him that extension, but he still – it, he still hasn't gotten over the hump to me. Yeah. And, uh, so, uh, and one more thing, and you know, Nick Foles. I, I said this on the show on on Thursday, on Friday. Nick Foles is a a short term fix, not a long term solution. At all, you know. He, and Nick Foles, Nick Foles knows that Carson Wentz, aka Prince Harry, is coming down. Um, he's coming down pretty soon. So, you know, Nick Foles. Nick Foles is doing what he's supposed to do. He's just sitting there holding down the fort. You know, trying to cover up all the water that's coming up from under the ground and just trying to do what he can do, man. Um, I really like some uh, Philadelphia's defense, bro. Like, I think that that's a uh, they play good team ball. That's not a, that's not a defense where you can say that. Besides the defensive line, 
I would say that that defensive line is probably one of the best defensive lines in, in the game. You know, they were able to pick up Haloti Nada, uh, Michael Bennett. Um, they got Graham. Uh, 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 Fletcher Cox is there. I mean, they got they got some studs right there playing on that uh, front row right there. So um, I, what, what tripped me out in the game was the, the Falcons have probably one of the best receiving corps in the game as far as Muhammad Sanu. Calvin Ridley, I don't know where he was at uh, uh, on Thursday. I don't know if he was still trying to uh, – touch uh, in with his inner inner Nick Saban and uh, think about uh, whoever they played against on Saturday. But uh, I thought Calvin Ridley would have got more involved. And, and that's kind of what's tripping me out about Matt Ryan is that, yeah, he does look for Julio too much. But like you said, when it comes down to the red zone, he ain't looking for him at all. And he's got all these other weapons. You know, you got um, – what's the guy, the running back, uh, Coleman and uh, Devontae Freeman. Freeman. You got those two studs that are coming out of there. Um, you just got like four or five dudes that are legitimate bona fide dudes that can get that rock into the end zone, and he can't do it. I don't know if it's like a a, a mental block that he's got, but he's got so many doggone different ways of being able to do it. It's, it's just no excuse, man. And uh, what tripped me out is, man, that that first drive they were able to get all the way down to I believe like the two or three yard line, man, and, and they wanted to sit there and uh and go for it. I, I I thought that was a bad move, man. You're on you're on the road. It's the first game of the season, man. You know, your, your team's not necessarily acclimated because they don't play half the time in the preseason. I think you should have just got your three points and walked away and then kept a move, lived to fight another day. So I just knew from that opening seat, that opening possession, that it, it wasn't going to be a good day for the Falcons, man. Yeah, and, that, and, that, and that, if, when you go back to that next to the last play to end of the game, well, the last two plays are indicative of what Matt Ryan is. The, the next to the last play, when he overthrew Julio in the mm-hmm. back of the end zone, Sanu was wide open on the post route on the, on the, on the short post. Right. He he popped wide open, and then, you know, the last play of the game, you don't throw the ball that that far over. At, you know, you don't even give Julio a, a chance, fighting chance to to even come inbounds. And right. So yeah, you know, yeah. I, I look or like I like to call him Quintaris. Quintaris. Julio Jones first. His name. government name. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So. So you don't give him a chance to even come down and, and make the play. So yeah, you know, Matt Ryan has some issues he's dealing with. Yeah, man. So uh, hey, that's all we have right now for this morning. Uh, BBR, we uh, you know, we gonna definitely try to see. We'll do definitely do the preview for tomorrow night's game uh, with the Detroit Lions against the New York Jets, as well as the L.A. Rams against the Oakland Raiders. Uh, but yeah, man, that's just a couple of takes that we got this morning. Uh, we hope you all enjoyed the show. Go ahead, BB. We'll be back to we'll be back tonight after the games. Right? Yeah, so yeah, we definitely gonna do a post game recap on tonight's game. So you know, like I said, man, this is just two dudes. We are gonna give you all a different perspective of what we see and how we see how these games are gonna play out. So we hope you all enjoy the show, BB. Once again, let me know how they can find you, bro. Oh, they can find me on uh, at Big Star Sports with a Z on Instagram and Twitter. And oh, and you can find my show on uh, www.kylkradio.org every weekday, three to five p.m. Central Standard Time. Hey, my people, all my people's out there, man. Just because you live, you don't live in Houston. He just gave you the plug on how to listen to that show. That is the best two hours of sports that you're gonna find anywhere on this planet. We got right now, man. So uh, once again, my name is Eric Compton. You can find me at Money Compton on Instagram. My name is Eric Compton, C-O-M-P-T-O-N. You can find me on Facebook. And also, you can find me on Big Star Sports Radio Show every Thursday at 3.30 Central Time out there in the legendary KYOK. And he already gave you the plug on how to find us there as well. So every Thursday, we do this on on the the airwaves. This one's on the... uh, the Wi-Fi airways, as we like to say. So, uh, <laughs> you know, like I said, we're going to definitely wrap up, wrap things up later on tonight. We hope you all enjoyed the show and appreciate the support and love, y'all. All right, y'all. We- hey, I'm out. All right. <laughs>